Hello, my name is Evan Jacobs and welcome to the Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir Aftermath podcast. These interviews are part of an ongoing series chronicling the hardcore punk music scene in Orange County, California and sometimes elsewhere. They are an addendum to the film Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir. This is a documentary I made that chronicles the 1990s hardcore punk scene. You can stream Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir on Vimeo. For $2 a month, you can watch every Anadimia film by subscribing to Anadimia Films Unlimited on Vimeo. Links for all this stuff are in each episode description. To support this podcast, please like, rate, and review it. Also, please subscribe to Anadimia Films TV on YouTube, where you can view all of these podcasts in their original video form. Here's what happened. I joined the band. We immediately are rushed into the studio to do the 7-inch. Way too soon than we should have. Um, I, I think we were recording the 7-inch within six weeks of me being in the band. It was just too fast. But again, that was that urgency that Dennis, you know, everybody wanted to do it now, do it now. And here I am, a 19-year-old kid who was just stoked to be going into a recording studio. I was like, wow, you know? Um, but, you know, here we are, that seven inch, we're very much uh, an underdog Chromat wannabe band, you know? Um, and I was okay with that. It was fun, you know, it was fun stuff. But as we played more and started to write new material, all these new influences were pouring in. Um, Specifically, like Darren really turned me on. Um, I was not a Descendants fan until I met Darren, and he got me into the Descendants, which then I got into All, and then Big Drill Car, and all these bands. So that poppy thing was really kind of infusing in a little more power pop punk. And then there was other bands that me and Coyle and Darren were all really into, like Twenty Four Seven Spies. Uh, you know, Bad Brains and stuff like that, where there was a little more of a funky and rock, even to some extent, like Living Color a little bit. There was that sort of rock funk thing that was getting popular. Right. With like 24-7 Spies, we were all really into. And so we started writing some 24-7 Spies kind of, you know, groove stuff. And then Doc would be, rock, 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 you know, and God love Doc. I love the guy to death and we're still friends to this day. But he'll even admit he couldn't sing, you know, he couldn't. And uh, I noticed, you know, as we were growing musically as a band, he couldn't, he couldn't really do much to that type of stuff. And I could see it really frustrating Darren and John. And I don't, I mean, and I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus. It was frustrating me too, of course. But <clears throat> the thing the thing I do not remember who said it first, like, bro, we need to get, get him out of there. Um, I don't remember. I really don't. Uh, to, I, uh, but, but uh, it, I remember it being very, very difficult because we all love doc. I mean, he was a great guy, but you know, and I, I don't know if you know about this after the seven inch Dennis wanted, I don't remember. I think it was for a conversion. Uh, it might have been a conversion. Um, New age comp compilation. Maybe it's that that one. I can't. 
I know that we went into the studio to record two new songs. Um, no Sympathy and Take Hold were the names of the songs. And I just remember Doc really, really struggling uh, vocally on those. And so much so that we scrapped both the songs. We basically were like, we can't release these because they just, it just wasn't working. And for whatever reason, we went to the same studio that we recorded the seven inch. The sound was awful. You listen to those two songs, it was recorded in the same studio as that seven inch, and it sounds like it was recorded on a ghetto blast. They're terrible. <laughs> so they were never released. And some sometime during that, we parted ways with Doc. And I don't recall how it went down. I know it wasn't a very happy ending. I know he was bitter for a little while. Um, but somebody knew Valdi. And uh, in fact, I think we played our first show ever. Yuckmouth played our first show ever in Valdi's garage with Doc. So it's kind of weird. I, I, I could be wrong, but I, I do think that's true. I think we because those little garage shows were like a big thing back in those days. Oh, yeah. And I remember it was his his garage, I think, is where we played the very first Yuck Mouse show. So I don't know how he came into the picture. Obviously, it was I think it was through Darren and John, because I really didn't know Sam very well. Um, but yeah, when he joined, it, it opened us up musically to go in different directions. And once again, with that album, we rushed into the studio too quick. We weren't ready. And that's why that album's kind of all over the place. It wasn't very focused. <laughs> <laughs>